The views expressed in this presentation are those of the host and guests and do not represent the views of any lodge, grand lodge, appended body, or any other person or persons whomsoever. I'll sit in the corner and look cool and be like, what up? <laughs> That's me. I don't want to talk about you either, Marty, but here we are. Just because my style isn't definitely. I truly oh, regret this already. I regret this. A 10 of year faithful dress. Well, oh, man, it is great. I can, I can feel this. That's assuming anybody who watches the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the five minutes that I watched, I really did enjoy it. Welcome to the At Refreshment Woo! Sonic Video Podcast. <laughs> As you can see, things are a little different here, but let's still introduce everybody else. We've got Marty, and I made a lot of money selling our other two tables. <laughs> Budget cuts. Budget cuts. What up, everybody? It's your guy, Yoshi. How y'all doing today? No titles? All right. You, I've already said my titles enough, so. <laughs> I'm your host, Wesley Ruder, the sexiest man in masonry. So, today we're going to talk about... <laughs> it's actually positive. It is possible. We're not a hey. We're not, a, we're not an attractive group. No, we're not at all. I get hey, what's wrong with you? I know I have a resting asshole face, so I'm sorry if I'm not approachable. No. Yeah. Believe it or not, I yes. don't believe it for a second, people. Honestly, your whole aesthetic is like a guy who's worked at Barnes and Noble too long and he hates his life. <laughs> That's your whole look. I just gotta uh. hobble along everywhere. That's your thing, Doctor House. Oh my god, you're always playing the crippled guard. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because I always am. I mean, he. I mean, it's, bro. I mean, it, it's he can't not run. an act. It's how could he? How could he show. play it when it's like it is? It is okay, him. Let's, let's be honest. We're we're in a secret Santa, right? Yeah. You're expecting to get a gift card, yeah. maybe like a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. Okay. Uh, Chili's, perhaps. Maybe Bass Pro Shop. Wes well, just gives you that crippled card. You're like, here you go. Feel my pain. Yeah, I get tired of everybody giving me gift cards to the to the medical shop. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, well, we had an interesting week weekend last week over at Grand Lodge for Illinois because that's what we do come October. And there were some fun times. The 29th floor uh, party for Shiel Grotto was very, very fun. Yeah, Grotto Party is always good at Grand Lodge. Sadly, I wasn't there. I missed it all. Well, that's why it was a good event. Oh, ha! Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, Cheyenne has taken over the 29th floor party at Grand Lodge for this would be our second or third year? I want to say third. Third, because we didn't have one last year. Yeah. It, would, you know, it would have been four, but this year would be is three. So uh, the 29th floor party has been growing and growing and still growing and we did something two things very significantly different this time around and marty they were your ideas do you want to mention that what did i do dj oh yeah this was the first oh no we used to do the member thing oh we didn't we, do that uh, no actually hold on i'll get into this all so, right see that's why um, in telly shiloh generally organized it but it's telly the illinois state rod association room I just have to say that before all the grottos in the South, that didn't help yell at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this year, um, we actually brought it up really a notch. It kind of made it more of a real festive party because uh, brother, prophet, a million things, Rick Fabris, who I want to say his name is DJ Firestarter, but I know that's wrong. Not to be confused with Phobrus. Oh, yes, the guy at the bar <laughs> who sometimes looks like Rick. Yeah, oh, when I told God. him that, he's like, that's not my name. I'm like, you don't remember the... The message group? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I but thought he was going to kill me at first. Oh, my Either God. Way, when he's not busy killing Wes or doing his uh, day job. Crippling my other leg. I don't <laughs> You'll get a better parking spot yet. But um, <laughs> he works as a DJ in like the entertainment industry. And he does like a lot of like the nightclubs downtown. And he's more than just like a weekend warrior. Some guy who's got some turntables in his garage He's like, Let's start it up for the family party. It was really yep, good. Yep, yep. And um, he was going down to represent his lodge, Barrington. And I was, we were all blessed enough that this year um, he said, hey, I would like to really DJ the room. And he did great. Thank you, Ray. Yeah, he did a very good and, job. And uh, he got the whole thing really jumping, and it was fun. And it, was, it brought a new element to what's already a fun party. And it went from, like, a room with some, like, free refreshments to, like, People walking like, oh wow, what's this now? It was really cool. It was right. really cool. Because I, I was at the 
Grandmaster's reception dinner, or, or the installation dinner, I should say, for the new officers and the new incoming Grandmaster. And when I left that, and I went upstairs, I was surprised at how little it was, or little people were up there. But then I went downstairs for probably about 10, 20 minutes, something like that, and I came back up, and it was just packed well, yeah we uh the party generally the uh, it officially starts when the grandmaster reception and installation are over however uh that went a little long this year so while we're used to really have that thing really swinging by about nine o'clock it didn't really start jumping off to about ten well yeah there was a number of awards that we had to give out like two, well, two years, years worth yeah. of two years worth well, of awards done. We, we lost a year was taken yeah two, yeah. Year, two years of mason's mason of the year and what was the you weren't down there. Um, first responders. Oh, and all first responders got. And I right, can't remember what the other two awards what, what, were. What did the other Meritus Service or something like that? I think. No, that one's that's got right. Um, but hold on. But just to clarify, because I wasn't there, so I heard the second hand. So for the the other Mason of the Year award, every first responder in the state of Illinois got it. Or how did or I? They did some kind of cool, like really touching thing with the current climate. What was? It? <sighs> I'm not exactly sure how it went, but there wasn't that, sorry to say this, but at that dinner, there wasn't that many there. I think only maybe two people stood up, but it was a limited room. Mm. But the next day, Saturday. At the session. At the session, there was many, many brothers that stood up and they were considered, all of them, first responders of the year. Oh, wow. Mason, every first responder was Mason of the year. Yeah. For, for yeah, for being a first responder, yeah. That's, See, that's cool. That wow, I didn't yeah, I didn't th- hear about like that. It was like a touching moment. Well, yeah, yeah dude, but like I, these guys, I mean, look at man, I get it. You know, every year that they give out these awards, it's one Mason that stands out. But you know what? For for what we've been going through with COVID for the what last almost two years now, right? Yeah. Like yeah, I think I think that was well earned by anybody who is a first responder in our fraternity. You know, hey, I really do. Actually, shout out to every nurse, doctor, yeah. CNA, whose CNA is a way harder working position than anyone ever really knows. Yep. Every police officer, every fireman, paramedic, EMT, all the people in administration, all the people in intake, National Guard, we love all you guys. Thank yeah. you for making America. Shout out amazing. to you, but especially those that watch our show. Yep. Or listen, whichever you do or however you do it. So... Uh, we discussed before coming on what to talk about because, you know, we never know what to talk about sometimes. Uh, and Marty came up with the, de- with the idea, best day in masonry. Okay. Okay. And we probably all have different opinions on what it is because maybe yeah. it was just for you. Maybe it was for seeing somebody else yeah. or having oh, dude, one of your I best mean, friends go through. Dude, yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a few of them. I can I'm, I'm assuming we each have a few speaking you know, moments. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to decide between a couple, so you guys. You want to? Yeah, Marty, yeah, it was. Your, I get, it was. Go. So, I actually, I will start this off. We'll kind of go back and forth a little bit. But mm-hmm. what I am going to throw out, I'm a firm believer in using your working tools and that the temple we're building can sometimes manifest itself in art you create or different things of that nature. Really early in my Masonic career, and we don't do this kind of like we used to, which God, I'm sorry, like an old guy. Um, and you remember this uh, the lodge we and him both belong to that you visit, Villa Park Masonic Lodge. We have a summer fest that takes place in front of our lodge. Yeah. Yep. At the particular time, I was working for an independent wrestling company um, that's like WWE, but everyone that does it looks like your gym teacher and no one gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way I could describe it. Um, uh, like, wait. Windy City Wrestling? No, no, no. No, no, no. This is okay, uh, right, North, right. North American Pro Wrestling. That's the only one I know that's around that's independent here, so that's oh, why. Oh, okay. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. That's the only one I'm familiar so, with. So, either way, I was the ring announcer for their productions, and I was having a lot of fun doing it. You, you're a ring announcer, not a manager. Okay, I was picturing a manager. I did manager later. But oh, did you? Okay, yeah. Right, I started right. as ring announcer. All right, all right. So, and I'm, like, living my dream, because I grew up, like, a huge wrestling nerd, and then, as much as I loved wrestling as a kid, and, you know, watching it, and, you know, comedy dad show, tomato and stuff, I got an amazing ring. Well, we had this dude who was master of lodges time, dude uh, by the name of Kevin. Real kind of smart, progressive guy. Wanted to push some boundaries, what lodges were doing, what they weren't doing. And he said, hey, the town's having their thing. Could you get them to put together a wrestling show, sell it to us for a flat price, the lodge can vote on paying for it, then we could donate it to the entertainment for this big festival. 
And I was like, yeah, yeah, we could do that. So we worked out a really good price. A couple of the guys actually completely volunteered their time and gave up the $25 they were going to make. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it's a true story. And we did this really cool thing in the town, and it represented like a couple of my passions really coming together in a very cool, very insane way. We ended up doing it uh, two or three times. Then I think the summer, something changed with the Summerfest Committee, and we kind of fell out of it. Mm. But that was really one of... Uh, that's going on about eight years ago that happened. Dude, that was, that was an awesome. Yeah. That was an awesome. The two times we did it was yeah. really cool. So that's kind of going back to that, and I, uh, that was a good Dan Maester for me. Cool, cool. That, that's interesting. I wasn't expecting wrestling involved, but sometimes uh, masonry like my, at the lodge can be a little bit of a wrestling match. Yeah, much, uh, much like so. uh, a date night, my fiance's like, we're just going to watch SmackDown again? I'm like, yeah, we are. <laughs> Dude, she likes wrestling too. Stop. I got her into it. Eh, you know. Yeah, like she doesn't like half-naked guys running around. And, it's true, right? So. It's true. Right. Oh. You now know? we interact to have a conversation. I even think of it that way. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you didn't. Right. That's Yoshi, funny. give me a good Dan Masonry for Yoshi. You know what? I, honestly, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, sit here and, like, give a good day that for me. You know what I'm saying? That it, it, it was a good day for what I went through. Because, well, no, no, listen, listen, what I'm trying to say is like, because I could sit here and say, you know, the day I got raised. I could say the day I became worshipful master. The day I became excellent high priest. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be selfish about it. You know, I mean, I understand we're trying to, it, it, it did make us feel good. It did make us, you know, happy. You know, it was something that we accomplished and everything. And it was. I loved every minute of it. You know, sitting in that room with my brothers who elevated me to that, that, that status for that short period of time. My family being there. You know, my daughter being there seeing it. You know, it, it did mean a lot to me. But one thing that really stands out that, in my personal opinion, you know, was a good day for masonry and therefore the world was when we did that blue lightning and we cleansed. What was it? It's healed, I believe. Healed, healed, cleansed. Yeah, well, healed how many? 13? Like that, yeah. 14? How many How many guys did we uh, heal that day? Or cleansed? There whatever? was a lot. You, I, I remember <laughs> when you guys I, talked yeah, yeah, about all right, this. Like, all right. make it out for I, that. I, I forget yeah. how many there was, but they all came together. There was these three cars worth. Yeah, and we we did this blue lightning, and a good chunk of the guys there, I want to, like, between, let's just say between 13 and 16 guys that we did this blue lightning oh, for. Yoshi, that I were, didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, for jurisdictions that don't have a blue lightning, or it's not called that there, in Illinois, that's where you do the second and third degree together, and you're allowed to have more of a large class of candidates. Every jurisdiction has a version of it. That's just our name. Yeah, that's our name for it. Clarify. No, that's good. No, thank you for doing that. Well, that particular day, these 13 to 16 guys that came in, brothers that came in, they were they were clandestine masons, and they wanted to. F- to have the true light, you know, and being a part of that, being a part of, you know, the, the degrees, the ritual to, to, to bring these guys into the true light was awesome. It was such a great feeling. And to look at them when everything is going on, you know, and them like, you know, their eyes are wide and they're just like, like they just realized within that little bit how much they were lied to. And what the real what the real deal was, and to me that was again a great day uh, for masonry and therefore the world. Yeah, you know. And uh, before we go, just uh, props for to do. Those guys were all brought in, organized by Pallades Lodge, mm-hmm. who does a great job with yeah. outreach yeah, to, to get... all these bunk criminal operations yeah. in the worst parts of Chicago. Yeah, that have this false idea where they're selling our stubby. Yeah. Well, shout out Pallades. Because my uh, my understanding of of that when you basically say you know the proper way of joining is because how i understand it and i could be wrong there's a lot of clandestine lodges out there that do hazing yes oh they dude the stories i have heard from some of these guys like dude some of those guys were telling us what they went through like and i mean honestly like half of them it was almost like a freaking a gang uh beating you know jumping whatever you want to call it and the other half was weirdness. <laughs> Weird. Like, look at one of the stuff. How can you put it without revealing? 
you know, guys' names and stuff like that. No, I won't reveal guys' names, but look it. There was a couple of uh, instances that I've, over the years, I've talked to clandestine guys who have come over. Let's just say that there's a point of the ritual that they do where it involves the altar, a sword, and their manhood. And that's jacked up. <laughs> I, I feel like a parental restriction is one of them. No, I think it, it, it's like, and it, it, it's only, it's not been one guy that told me this. Like, I've had a few other guys tell me it that like this a is. a bad version of uh, one of the degrees in the Royal Arch. Uh, dude, look at man. All, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. all, I'm, all I'm saying is talking to a lot of the guys over the years that I've met that have come over, like, I, I dislike clandestine masons i a lot like what so what they do to some of these guys it's it's terrible like i mean you're you're literally getting you know jumped in you know you're almost getting tortured you know and it's it's fake. if you're a clandestine you know, mason a clandestine mason and disagree with yoshi you can reach him at five 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 go f yourself actually, hold you know on, like, actually, hold on. like no seriously you like you can go cuss, go fuck yourself i'll say that full heartedly you're a thief you're a liar and you're cheating all these good guys who want to be better men well, out of guys so much that money are clandestine that are misinformed because they don't know anybody. No, they don't. They and know. You, I, I, you're I forget. talking about those that I'm, know. Dude, the, those that know. Those of you who know, like you are scum, all right? And that, that's, that's all I have for you. The guys out there, those of you who don't know, who don't realize it, I feel bad and I hope, I hope you seek true light one day. I hope you get true light one day. I really, truly do, you know? I have to, you know, pine tar soap some of this episode after i know right maybe i I, no. i'm just you know like we just found one of yoshi's like sore spots no i dude ever since when you look at hook the bear like dude it's your fault everything's my fault okay no no when i first got into masonry when i finally was all like all right invite me to a dinner he invited me to a dinner that we were having at our lodge it was a knife and fork degree and we had a brother come in and talk about clandin- clandestine masons. Shout out Charles Harbor, Freemason in black and white. Yeah. It's going for a lot online because it's out of print, but I might have a couple copies if uh, you're interested. Oh, yeah. Okay. Look, we'll he was talking. Yeah, yeah, I want a copy too. Anyway, he, he, he was, I hate you. Uh, he was talking about it. I'm not a mason at this point. I just went because I'm going, all right, I'll go. I'll see what it's about, man. You know, let, let's, you know. You've been, you've been asking me forever. And this guy does this presentation on it, and I'm listening to what he's saying, and I'm just like, wait, like, how do these people get away with this? How is this, you yeah, know? I and I'm like, I, and I'm not a Mason. I am not a Mason, and I am <laughs> heated. I am so heated. I'm like, we need to go burn these freaking people down. Like, Close I was so, holes, Jerry. I, was so angry. Yeah, I was so angry. I was so angry. Oh, oh my god, the whole night just came rushing back Because you look like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because well, no, everybody was like, oh man, that's wild. And then years over, you're like, how could this be? Like, we need to go out and stop this tonight. And people are like, who is this passionate brother? I'm like, oh, he's thinking about Jordan. <laughs> 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 it's the goofiest thing. Oh. about the hand on the Who's this guy? Oh, let me take that. Was that the worst ball? Couple no. years he will be. Listen, man, I'm, I'm just saying, dude, is, you know, and then. You know, they, you know, they claim that they're, you know, giving this money to charity and they're not. They're not giving the money to charity. Everything we, we do, everything, all the dues that are collected, all the, you know, raffles. Well, we just started doing raffles. It's a charity like of my Alexis. You know, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's a charity of my bank account. Us, <laughs> we don't do that. The charity goes to actual people that need it. How you hard know? is it to start one of these lodges? I know, right? <laughs> and I don't under, and it's so, and it's so crazy, dude, because, these guys charge an insane, an insane amount of money to be a member. And we can't get guys to freaking pay 100 bucks a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'll give you that. But well, It's like one of those things where it's like if you, uh, maybe we're just too cheap. Just think about it. There's a theory that if you say like, hey, free refrigerator on like Facebook Marketplace, come pick it up. People think they're doing you a favor by picking it up. But if you say like fifty bucks, they're like, oh, it's weird. There's like, 
There's like a Jedi mind trick. May maybe, maybe. All I'm saying is... Hey, free three degrees come over to the Nah, dude. All I'm saying is like, yeah, dude, that, that, that has always been a soft spot, sore spot with me. It so really has. that was your best day in masonry, bitching about clan. No, my best day... not even a mason. <laughs> no, what I'm... Sounds no, good to me. No, the <laughs> best day of masonry to me was the fact that we showed these brothers true light. They got true light that day. And they found out what it really is about. And that right there is what I'm saying How was the best, you know. Uh, like, you know, the little torch light? You know, it's got that little bag and you light it on fire and it stays in, you know, you know what I'm talking about? With shit in it and you put it no, on No, no, it's not a shit on it. No, you don't stomp it, dude. This isn't a uh, ding-dong ditch. You know? <laughs> he got it. You, you didn't get it. Never mind. No, I just, it's an interesting episode in that general. It is, an it, it, it is. It is a little weird. It's weird. It's, Actually, though, like, I feel guys. like we've done too much, uh, talk but I got, I gotta do say one more thing so you weren't at this one but I did another one of those uh, big festivals to get a couple guys in for a Palladius guy mm. um, Grand do, Lodge know about this or you just did it on your own well no no Grand, they petitioned the Lodge right, really. yeah they petitioned yeah, yeah, no, yeah, just like, okay but either way so I was uh, doing the first ruffian and if you don't know what that is go google the rituals out there I don't care anymore <laughs> um, <laughs> so it comes around the part, and there is a part where not like it's violent or anything. It's more, you know, implied to give like a message. But you kind of you get close to the guy, you touch him, and the first gentleman comes up to me, and I go to do it, and like he cowered, like he got scared real quick, and it threw me out of my head. I think I put this all in the group chat. I got so upset that day. Yeah, I remember that. And it threw I, me I, out of my headspace of like doing my character and everything so hard, because it just dawned on me. I'm like, whoa, dude, someone actually like hurt this guy and they hurt this guy in the name of like the only thing outside of my family that I love like wow like that's that's messed up and uh, I was was not cool with that I was not cool with the fact that I know that type of stuff exists in the name of to me what is the greatest form of self-help interpretation of philosophy spirituality and art all together that's what I deem masonry as so yeah um real quick before we have to break when I first Joined, I was waiting for my first degree, and I was at work. It was a temp job, and one of the guys was, he said he was a Freemason, and I don't know anything about clandestine lodges at this point, no, all that stuff. But he started telling me, he's like, well, you better call the lodge in case, you know, you have to make dinner for all these guys. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, it's like three days before I got to do this, so they're all getting spaghetti, whatever. So I called up and they're like, Masons do they're like, together. no, what, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, never mind, don't worry about it. And then he's like, uh, you know, you got to be careful because that that goat will buck. It, it, it will buck. I'm like, no, was he effing with you or was he? No, he was dead serious because when I when I got my degree, he was like, how did it go? Did you have to make dinner? Or, you know what happened? I'm like, oh yeah, it was all cool. There was nothing. He's kind of going about kind of like the hazing thing. I'm like, no, nah, there was. There was nothing with that. And he's like, oh, cool. And then, you know, he shook my hand in a first degree and stuff. And I, you know, I had no idea. But come to find out later. He, okay. Because he was part of a Grand Lodge that had, you know, like 12 different names. Uh, and, you know, I don't know anything. So it, but we never discussed secrets or anything like that. It was just a discussion of what to expect going through. And I have to say that, but, you know, it was just whatever. You so. look so funny. I, kinda, I know we kind of veered off into a Clandy episode we didn't mean to do. Yeah, I know. So Eric from our lodge, right, he got raised in June. And where he works at in it's on the south side of Chicago, and it's like him and a whole clandestine staff. It's amazing. And the one guy, like, he's like, he's telling the guy I'm going third degree this week, and the guy's like, oh, awesome, careful, or whatever. It's, it's something simple. <laughs> and then, like, he shows up back to work Monday, and the guy's like... He's got no bruises on yeah, his face. Yeah, the guy's like, where's your bruises? Like, where's, <laughs> like, where'd they get you? And he's like, they, they did it? He's like, you sure you're Mason? <laughs> it would have been, been funny if he said, in the ass. <laughs> the guy All right, right. we got... Yeah, edit that out. All right. Yeah, please edit that out, dude. Come on. I'll try. I don't know what I'm doing yet, so we'll figure it out. But yeah, but if that, if that did happen, the guy probably been like, oh man, you're going to be a DDGM with that attitude, or <laughs> like, whatever, you know? That's great. All right, everyone, uh, with that, we got to take a real, uh, uh, we have to take a break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Sorry about that break. Uh, we're talking about uh, the best day, in, our best day in masonry, and 
I've been going through it and I'm not really sure. There's a couple things that stand out. Yes, me being raised, but they have the, you know, one of them that pops in my mind is meeting you guys. It's a serendipitous Aww. day. It, wa it really was. I, it, it really truly was. Yeah, you know, like the day we met, you know, in Juliet, and then when I finally met Brock at your, uh, at Azure LaGrange, and then when we finally, all of us got together in, that, in the room that one day, that, yeah, that was that, a, was, that was pretty that, dope. That was a d definitive pivot in a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, at that time, I didn't really know, or I should say, hang out and talk to brothers outside of my home lodge. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to spread that. It really yeah, is. It, it, it really, really is. opened up a lot of different doors in masonry because there's nothing wrong with staying at your lodge and knowing the guys at your lodge. But we're called traveling men for a reason. Because the more you travel, the more you learn about brothers, people, lodges, and quirks of other lodges because you're going to find different things. Yep. Yeah. Go travel. See a lodge. One lodge I, we didn't, we went to here in Illinois, and I've heard other lodges doing this outside of the state and in the state, when they close, they sink. and, you know, you go, Brother Senior Warden, Household Masons meet, act and part. They lifted up their jewel, but they all came down on the floor, the same level, including the master. To me, that was really neat. I like mm. that. I, I think we you should know implement what? that, but that, but that's just me. But see, that's lodge culture. You know what I'm saying? Right. Every yeah, that's yeah. that's why you really should go. You should, you know, when you being a master mason, you earn the right to travel, and you should travel because every lodge has their own etiquettes. Every lodge has their there's own. Not two that are alike. Yeah, no, there's going to be something different. It's it's going to be. It, and it's going to be small, but it's still cool to see. Yeah. You know, yeah. it is. It's really cool to see. It, you know, I, you know, was it Summit? They sing or Berwyn? Bur I mean, my, I mean, Summit might too. I know Berwyn does. You know, Berwyn, I, I, I want to go because I want to see it. But I guess Berwyn, they sing a song after, you know, they're doing whatever. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm going to told you that, right? I believe so. I'm gonna double check that before we go. Really <laughs> oh, really? No, I think no. I remember it, but I'm starting to remember all types of things lately. <laughs> <sighs> if that's not true, I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. Shout yeah. out to Bruin Lodge, the uh, songbirds of our fraternity. Yeah, it, I mean, it. Not that I wasn't traveling, but I didn't really get to know brothers outside of my lodge mm -hmm. as well as I do now mm -hmm. which is huge until i met you guys yeah. it's not like i was against it or anything it's just a, a different perspective right because like you said you know I, some people don't think i'm approachable or i'm easy you to know what to. Dude, I, so dude, I, I, I i take that into perspective yeah. but that's also me i can be I, as loud as i am on the show sometimes and this and that i am very quiet you are, person. and it's kind of funny that, you, that you're you're mentioning this because I remember when we that first you met you. Favorite day in Mason no, 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 an no. We we first met you and everything. We were sitting at the table for you know we we're eating food before we got you know exalted, and me and Marty, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. me and Marty are being me and Marty, and me and Marty we always talk to each other on the right on the way to anything. We're riding the car together, and we're like, hey, we should probably not tell our stories like we tell our stories, you know, because. Some of our stories should not be discussed. They keep the fraternity strong. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, well, we forgot, and we started telling our stories, and we're telling all the goofiness that we used to do, and we look over at Wes, and Wes is just all like, and we're like, oh, man, we're sorry, we're sorry, and you're like, no, that's funny, you know, and we're like, all right, this guy's kind of cool, you know, because usually, usually, okay, look it. We get two reactions. We either get a bunch of brothers laughing their asses off, or we get a bunch of brothers like, and just judging, just judging, just how the hell did you guys get through the freaking Westgate? <laughs> you know, like, but hey, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. You know, it, we're, we are who we are, you know? Yeah. And uh, another experience, and this is, you know, meeting more Masons, uh, my first day of going to Grand Lodge. 
it was a different experience. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but besides yeah. all the partying and stuff like that the that we do, nice, yeah. not everybody does that, but no. you meet other people. Yeah. Other people are outside having a drink, yep. having a soda, yep. having a cigar, yep. whatever it is, or, or at door, the dinners, because yeah. sometimes you're sitting at a table and you're like, who are you? And they're like, who are you? And you, hey, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. And yeah, because there's some guys that I only see at Grand Lodge. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I, I, they may say a few things or comment on a post here and there on Facebook and Instagram, but yeah. I only see them at Grand Lodge. It's like, hey, how you doing? My gosh, what's going on? And, of course, we're just talking about Lodge stuff, but that's what brings us together. No, that's what brings th- the brotherhood yeah. together. And that's, that's a great thing. It's like same thing, you know, when we go to Supremes, we only, are, you know, we only get to see some of these guys just there, too. And these yeah. are guys from across the country, yep. you know, and it's... No, yeah, I've seen a few different, just those once-a-night relationships. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they are. Where it's like, you see this guy, my brother, and like, you'll, you won't see him again for a year, but then you'll be like, you'll see him at... Oh, you had place. me thinking about those yeah. one-night relationships. Yeah. No, I mean, it is, it is. I mean, dude, like... Got a story about that. <laughs> we have met so many brothers that we only knew, we only know through Facebook. Yes. You know, that's all we know is them through Facebook and what we see in, in Facebook. And then when the moment comes, we're at some function, we're at, you know, the Grand, Grand Lodge, we're at Supremes, we're whatever. And we finally see each other in the room and we, you know, we see each other and we're like, and we have nothing, we do nothing but like walk up to each other and embrace each other as brothers. Yeah. And that is such a great feeling. I've, uh... I've never had a bad experience of like befriending someone on Facebook and just kind of knowing who they were. They're running into them two years later. Yeah. But you always have that weird thing where you see them across the room. You're like, do you think they'll know me from Facebook? It's like this, like I'm 35 years old. Why am I weird? Did I? <laughs> so yeah, um, Mark and I went to the Midwest Grotto convention. There was a couple uh, Grotto members that are fans of the show. Shout out Steve and, Myers. Yeah, Steve Myers. Dude, I still haven't met him, and I'm I'm so jealous you guys so got to like, meet him. And I was not in the greatest of moods that day, and I apologize. You? I was in, I no. was in the car, and I I just literally Mark and I get there, and we're like, we're like, oh, the dinner's still going. So we go into the dinner, and then we're like, crap, we gotta get our fezzes. So we get our fezzes. And literally, I walk out and step to go lean into the wall. My leg gives out. So I take a little tumble, and I'm skipping like this. Oh, I didn't even hear this. Everybody in the Grotto Convention just turned around and looked at me. I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> so, the old friend West, and, yeah. and my leg was just, like, killing me after that. So I really was not in the mood, but a, a couple of Grotto members, uh, other than Steve, did say hi and you know, I'm apologizing as well as I can on the show for that, for, for being a jerk. But at Grand Lodge, too, it happens. I'm not saying, like, hundreds of people come up to me. Or maybe I should lie and say, yeah, everybody, you know, knows who I am or whatever. But the few people that did, it was like, oh, really? You watch the show? I'm, I'm surprised. You know, it, it's, I don't know how to deal with that. And it's yeah, it's weird. Or, or it's, fade, it's, it's weird. It is weird. It's like you, we don't, you don't even think about it. I'm just like, oh, you, you know my face? Really? Okay, all right. It's you know, so thanks for watching the show. You know, yeah, I thank you. I Grand Lodge, and I was outside, and I was talking to him. He's like, oh, I've seen your videos. Fun. Like, he said something like such a weird patronizing way. And I don't know if he meant it that way, but I was like, right, like, right. Oh, I've seen those videos. Hey, it's fun. And I was like. Thank you. Like, <laughs> I keep rocking in the free world, homie. <laughs> no, yeah, that's. A, I just don't. Hey, hey, if you watch this one, keep watching. All right, you yeah. know, you know. They're, 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 they're little fun videos. They're a little fun I videos. Fun. I, I, you know, I don't know how to react. I, no, I get it. I get it. You know, like whenever, I whenever I bump into somebody and they're like, you, you know, donate to the show. Yeah, you want to donate to the show? Please donate to the show. But yeah, when they're like, hey, I like your show, and usually I'm like, huh? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, oh. You know about my only I was like, oh, my God, I, I totally forgot. Okay. I, I can't remember the brother's name. They, they came up to me in kilts. And, you know, no, no big deal, but it, it makes it even funnier because they come up to me, and they just start talking to me. And I'm like, 
running through all these faces in my mind. I'm like, do I know them? I don't think so. And I think the younger guy realized that because he kind of does one of these. And he's like, wait, 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 hold on. I got to explain that my dad is a big fan of your show. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, now I know what's going on because I'm just like, all right. Now I feel like a dumb shit. It was a father and son team in kilts? Yes. I'm going to call the police immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for watching. (laughs) It was just odd because I was just, I was smoking a cigar, drinking, talking to somebody else, and, you know, they just approached me. There was nothing wrong with how they approached me. No, yeah, it's nothing, yeah. It's nothing against anybody. Like, how do I, did I meet them? Now I feel dumb because I don't remember their faces. Yeah. Yeah, and that, you, you know, know, you can forget a name, but faces, that's hard to forget. Yeah, I am and really bad with names. I'm yeah. lucky I remember my first, middle, and last name at the time, so I am just really but bad look, with dude, that. No. I apologize to any fan that knows my name or our name, and I don't re- remember. I apologize. Look, it, people shouldn't be getting upset about that because... No, no one was upset. You know, and, it's, and, it's not, and it's like, it's not, you know, we're not trying to be like, oh, we're so important because we're fucking not. It's just... All right, that's what we they don't, say the minute the camera's off. Both of them start proclaiming how important they are, and how everyone should know their names. They don't need to know other people's names. That's fact. I'd put you guys on blast. <laughs> Shut up. Do you know what show I do? Do you know what show I do? <laughs> do you know who I am? No, but are you one of my two hundred viewers? <laughs> but no, for real though, we we forget sometimes. You know, yeah, it, we forget, it's... and it's like you know, we get sometimes somebody will be looking at us from across the room, and we're like. Why is this guy looking at me? Oh, that was weird. Why are they all looking? Why are they pointing at me? You know. And then I, you know, finally we we start talking, and they're like, "Hey, we we watch the show. Hey, we like the show you guys are doing. Hey, you know." And it's like, "Oh, yeah, oh, I, duh." I, uh, I Especially had, a couple of drinks in your. Yeah. Of, oh yeah, yeah. I only had that re- a really. Most people are just like, "Hey, I watch the show. It's all right." I'm like, "All right, cool. Thank you. God bless." But um, I only had one real weird experience, and it was at a. Uh, that goofy hotel party that Carl threw. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and it was like, the best way I could describe this place was a great luxury resort from the 80s that was getting rehabbed into a and it, crack house. It almost looked like it was part rainforest, right? It, yeah. it was Dude, weird. that place at one time was great. Like, back in the day, that place... It was pl- somewhere in Bloomingdale. Yeah, I forgot what it was called it's back... not too far from the VOC. No, it's not. No, but it was... At one time, this place, this hotel, you know, it was a hu- it's a huge hotel. Huge place. They have an and eagle in the name, but there's also another eagle something over there that I know is, like, operational and nice. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Throw okay, either way. So we're sitting in this weird, like, on the weird balcony of that VIP suite we were in, and uh, all the living room furniture was on this balcony because they had to set up all the... It was so weird. And I remember I was sitting there, and like this guy just sitting next, sitting next to me, he's like looking at me, and I was like, "Okay," and he's like, "I know who you are," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and uh, they told me it was, it was like the weirdest intro. That's like the only time like I did ever had. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, no, I haven't had a creeper moment." I mean, every moment I've had is like you know. I mean, well, the few times where, like, I'll be in, a, in the room and there's a bunch of brothers and I'll, I'll like, kind of, like, you know, I people watch. And, you know, you're looking, you're looking, and all of a sudden you, 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 you fix your eyes on a group or one dude and they're, like, steady staring at you. And you're like, okay, what I what, do? I do? What, what, what did I do? You know? And, and then you, later on, you finally, you're, you, you get into the, the vicinity of them and you start talking to them. And then they're like, hey, I just want to say I like your show. Or, hey, you know... You know, da, 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 you know, they'll, they'll spot something out, or they'll do a quote. You know, like Dave, I hate you for this, but I had a guy be like, "What's up, cool guy?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, like oh, I, I, I didn't know that happened. That's hilarious. Anyone who says that to him his face, I owe you one drink." <laughs> cool guy approved. Dude, cool. I was just like, "Oh, cool guy himself," but. You know, it just, it's, it's sometimes a we... a good day of mainstream when no, something like that happens. No, it's funny. It is. It's funny. You know, and it's, it's cool. It, it, it's, it's appreciated. You know, like, whenever we do meet somebody, you know, a fan of ours, and, you know, we, we like the feedback, yeah. you know. I you mean... Really one person I ever met that gave me bad feedback on the show. And we had him on. Yeah, Mark Shaggy. Yeah, Mark. He's like, man, I watched your show. It sucks. I'm like, okay, is it going to be on an episode? I'm like, okay. Sure. 
I'm like, you kind of <laughs> Jedi mind tricked me in a weird way there. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, like, I hate your restaurant. Okay, have a pizza, I guess. Speaking of which, the Royal Arch, they were raffling off or I guess something. a custom-built uh, guitar by Mark Jacobs. Yeah. It, for the Royal Arch Masons Charitable Foundation going to benefit autism. Yep. Yeah, I uh, got to play it a little bit. No amp on it, but... Yeah, it was a very, very nice guitar. Mark, yeah, way, way to go on, on making that. That was that was really neat. Candy apple red. It had the the um, York Rite sy- or the Royal Art symbol on it. Maybe even the, all the symbols. I, th- I think. So, yeah. I, I can't remember. All it, it's a real sharp looking custom piece. I have my ticket. I bought to win it. Hopefully, I do. If not, I hope you do. Yeah, it was. I I don't know if he made the neck himself. Or he had it ordered out, but either way, that guitar well, he, is easily worth four. Most guitars he builds, he usually gives that one veterans foundation. Does he? Yeah, it's like a way for like guys with PTSD to like find like a new hobby to cope. That's most of what he builds. He goes, oh, he donates sorry. to those guys, which is cool. Yeah, and I think four or five hundred, especially if he's making a neck himself, is I, I'm lowballing it because those making a guitar neck is not an easy process. Not, not at all. Yeah. So, if he did do the neck too, it, yeah, it's it, one raffle ticket to win that. That's definitely worth it. Definitely worth the price. So, yeah, Grand Lodge was was great. The Midwest Grotto Convention was great, and we're, we've got a couple other things coming up. We have a bunch of stuff going, but one thing I want to touch on. So I recently started a new job last few months. So the days I've been able to take off have been few and far between, unfortunately, because my life seems to need a lot of days off. So I couldn't make it to Midwest with you guys because, uh, actually, shots, please, cut shots. Oh, Jill. Oh, she ran away. Oh, no. She was trying to be polite because we're filming, but yeah. that's all right. She so, doesn't know. Jay, we don't have our normal girl. And she doesn't know. No. She doesn't <laughs> know that she can come and, you know, ask us what we need and everything. It's not her fault. No, no. It's, it's no one's fault. Okay. So I wasn't at Midwest Grotto Association because uh, my grotto, Shio Grotto, we had the opportunity to work the registration table. Our grotto. Our, yeah, all of our grottos. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Left us out. Well, I, go so on, I go on, go on. So we had the opportunity to uh, volunteer to work the registration table for the Widow Sons oh, Grand Gathering. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Now, yeah. the Widow Sons are the big international Masonic motorcycle. I don't know if they're an MA or an MC, but they're a big association of dudes who love riding bikes. Rocking sweet Masonic cuts, and they're awesome. Going to that event was cool. Because it was kind of like, I mean, you kind of, like, you, you know, Grand Lodge is a certain thing, Grotto is a certain thing, Grand Chapter is a certain thing. That felt like kind of like a rock concert almost. They had, like, bands, and there was, like, it's like a beer truck. And, like, I, dude, I don't ride motorcycles because I don't trust myself. The last couple Widow Sons events, they seemed to have bands there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is yeah. that a regular thing? Like, I guess now. I guess, yeah, because they, they have. But, dude, I had so much fun working that registration booth. And in one of those weird moments, I was asked, uh, can you do a terminal initiation? I said, yeah, I'd love to. Oh, okay, I remember you saying so that. So this was yeah, kind of yeah. cool, too. So uh, Papa Bear, who's a friend of all of ours, he comes, picks me up from the registration booth, leaves some other guy. I don't know who this guy was, but, like, because people had to be there in the booth. He was like some, like, proby, like probate guy joined the Wilson's. Like, here, you got to go work the booth because this guy's going to go do this thing. So the whole, so he, he go do it, and we do this really cool turtle initiation, and I mean the beer trucks were cool, the food vendors, all like the uh, different chapters, campsites, they had like food. It, it was so cool. I mean, I'm, I'm not a biker, so maybe all biker rallies are really cool, but it felt so cool to look at masonry through this other lens, and I had so much fun with that. Through a two wheel lens, yeah. I they do some interesting things. I I don't ride a bike either. If I did, I, I would join that, but. Yeah, they seem to do some pretty fun events. That yeah, dude. On and, dude, in a heartbeat. If I if I rode a heartbeat. I'm sure and dude, and honestly, invite us out. Dude, look, hold on. Look, listen, I ain't trying to say, look, I ain't trying to say nothing, but it, the moment one of us gets a bike, we're, they're going to come at us, all right? Like, it's probably, you know, like. Dude, we should start like a, we should start like a Schwinn group. We should all pull me like, could we join a little bike club for bike club? 10-speed bike. Yeah, just get like some sweet-ass tracks and like pull up and like the spandex and be like, what's up, boys? It's the bike club? I was the big wheel club. That'd be cool. I like a big wheel. Don't they make adult big wheels now? We looked into that because we were going to do a parade unit uh, for, for the big adult big, uh, big wheels. Those uh-huh. things are expensive. 
Yeah, you might as well just buy like a cheap like Asian bike at that point. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think the cheapest one was like what eight. To get the good ones, yeah. Yeah. Eight. I mean, there were eight thousand. Eight hundred. All right. I mean, there was a couple that were like, I think there was a couple that were like between four and six, but they were not, they didn't like, they didn't look quality. It felt like it should have been like a $500 investment, but then you really worked into it. It was like really a $2,000 investment for what you wanted. Yeah. 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 It, it kind of got a little goofy, but I still think it would have been great. I think that'd be hilarious. A bunch of us riding around with our fezzes on, on big wheels. Oh, that that'd be hilarious. So funny. Yeah. That, that's definitely worth I, I I think so. You know, I think I mean I I, I would like to real like it was just a quick Google shirt search for all that. I think if we really looked into it, we could probably yeah, get into really, a company we really and never yeah, we know we didn't really yeah no we didn't we didn't at all. The uh, refreshment big wheel company. Yeah, there you go. I don't know what I'm doing, but we can 3D print them, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what, dude? I don't think I feel safe riding on a 3D printed uh, big wheel. You'll do as you're told. Yeah, I yes. guess so. We need to get money somehow for our drinks on the show. I know, right? right. Well, we do have our, uh, you know, by the time this is up, it's probably going to be done. We do have a big cigar outing we're doing next week, right? Yes. Um, yeah, this probably will already be out. But if it's not, uh, October 23rd at the Humidor in Westmont, we are having the at refreshment I'm whiskey. I'm so glad you clarified <laughs> it was at Westmont. I thought we were going to Lyle. Yeah, no, no it was at Westmont. No, it's not Lyle. Westmont. Are you sure? Don't doubt me here, Marty. Because I hang out in Lyle. It's all right. This episode's coming out after that, so no one's all going right, there. Well, on each day, if you go to Humidor or Lyle, I'll be there hosting one. If you go to Humidor or Westmont, Westmont. <laughs> no, it's, it's, in, it's in Westmont uh, starting at 2 p.m. That's a Saturday, October 23rd. If you're available, come on out. Um, we're hoping it's going to be a good time, and we're going to be there, so it should be a good time. So I don't see any problems with it. It's going to be my last cigar and cigar event that I am allowed to go to. So I hope to see a number of you there. So, so we're going to go into a little overtime real quick. And you can if you want. I'm just saying, you know. Do you want to? Just for oh. the, uh, you know. All right. Okay, no problem. All right, we're going to take a break real quick, and we'll be back in a couple seconds. All right, and we're back for a quick another segment. We've got uh, shout out and shouts out, right? Yeah, yeah. We uh, I think we pretty much took this uh, episode as far off the tracks. Oh yeah, oh way off the tracks. I mean, it is in the ravine, if you will. My it's number our... three best day in masonry. Yoshi talking shit about clandestine masons. I would also say that's my number three as well. You know, I hope everybody understood my story. I really do is what I really truly meant about it when these two assholes are just taking the simple fact that I'm talking crap about clandestines. Ain't nobody understanding the words that are coming out of your mouth. Honestly, me and him just saw how excited and passionate you were and we wanted to poke fun at you for being excited and passionate about something. Yeah, it figures. figures. You look a little pokey. A little pokey for the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) A little pokey for the ocean. All right, so yeah, so all right, so we had to get our shots delivered, and uh, it's time, you know, it's everyone's favorite time. Um, I don't know. Actually, officially my booster. Your booster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know. You. Uh, who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Well, Yoshi, you have a shout out, shout out you want to do that's okay. very personal to the show. Okay. I have one that's meaningful to me, but it's a weird thing, so I will kick it off. Okay. I'm really not a dude who's into celebritize or half the time when I, I don't know who the actors are in the movies I watch. And I, I don't believe people on the TV are my friend or, you know, I, I, I or like, I, I didn't like look at them about like the Royal baby or any of that crap. I don't mean really nothing. It's like, you're not like really in my circle. I don't care. However, recently we probably lost one of the few celebrities I would say that I ever had any emotional attachment to. Okay. And, um, so my shout-out shout-out is going to be to uh, someone who's a genius, um, a true artist, a uh, fearless artist, someone who I think actually could have... Shut up. <laughs> someone, who I, someone who I actually think really would have made an interesting Mason and um, was definitely fearless with his craft. So uh, my shout-out shout-out tonight goes to the late, great, but never forgotten Norm MacDonald. Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, I totally forgot about you that. Know, Norm, oh, I'm sorry. Dudes, like, if... I think I put up a Facebook post that if Norm was talking, I was listening. 
I just love listening to that guy go on and on about anything. And then what's funny is when you removed him from the shtick, you realized how truly intelligent he was. And I challenge all of you, if you don't know Norm MacDonald, please go look up every time he was on Letterman. Look up every time he was on Conan. Look up the old weekend update from Saturday Night Live. Look at that crazy thing he did at The View. Look at the White House correspondence his, dinner he did. His Burt Reynolds was the best. Oh, he didn't yeah. really sound like Burt Reynolds. Yeah, he, he just did the chewing of Burt Reynolds. He, no, he, no yeah, I yeah. loved that. It was, oh, yeah. that, was, that was great. That was The only other person I think I've ever really listened to on a celebrity spectrum where I was like, wow, this guy's smart. It's actually the rapper KRS-One on some video stuff he's said. But I guess Chappelle's smart, Roman's smart. But I don't know. This Norm thing really... Uh, Really hit me, and then when you found out he was kind of battling cancer in private, you're like, "Ooh, that's some heavy." I, stuff. I understand keeping the things private, and then it no, seems I, like a surprise. And I, I, do I, too. I get it. I get and, it. But then I was like, I was listening to Rob Schneider on the Adam Carolla podcast, uh, and he was talking about he did some show with Norm. So like they were doing like a comedy thing, like, and Norm was out signing autographs and meeting people in the lobby, and he fell asleep like right out there while he was talking to people. And Rob's like, oh, "Okay." Time to get him to his room. And so Rob kind of knew what was going on because, like, you know, he laid him down, but then he saw there's some you know, pill bottles out there. He's like, all right, I was on Essendon. I, I, I know when things get bad. And then he looked at this, and he's like, oh, these aren't the fun ones. Oh. And he kind of knew what was up. He, and he kind of told that story. He knew. But it's uh, it's insane. Either way, Norm McDonald, I'll miss you every day, buddy. Yoshi. Norm. Yeah, Norm. So, um, yeah, Yoshi, you got one. For, for both of us, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, for all of us, really. Right. I know Marty wanted to get that one out, but this one's really for all of us. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not denouncing. And, no, 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 no. And to be honest, you know. He's not on the show. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, once the camera's done rolling, I'm asking things to say. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but no, this one is to the Victorias, Mark, Amanda, and Baby G. Because Baby G came, uh, what, about a week ago? Yeah. About a week ago, the, uh, Mark and Amanda, they finally had their baby girl. And uh, this is to you guys. God bless you. We love you. And, uh, yeah. To the Victorias. Nope, nope, yep, yep. Dink. Enjoy your new baby. Enjoy the baby. All right. Uh, one of the best parts of the show. All right, everyone. Well, that does this does it for this episode. Thank you for watching. If you don't know, we are also on YouTube, Pandora, iTunes, Apple, Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. MySpace you can find music. us on. Yeah, MySpace is coming soon. Uh, it will be in the past, though. All right. Well, thanks for watching. Uh, we'll be back with more, hopefully. Hey, love each other. Yeah, love each other. Or yourself. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>